Hallelujah. Well, that was my first story time. At least here. At least here. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. God is so good. So good. So good. So good. So good. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. He is. And don't get excited. It took 19 minutes. That was, and that's because I had lived to it. As you can see. I was losing my attention. I had to do something. No, it wasn't. But you know, as you read that story in Luke chapter 2 or in Luke chapter 1 and 2, because Luke really goes into it and he really is amazing at what he brings out, all of the stuff that's there, um, is to just share. And you know, so wonderful to, to, to read and to listen because they have eyes of wonder. They have eyes of joy. They have eyes of expectation. You know, because even if they don't, whether or not anything about Santa Claus, anything, but they're going to go to sleep tonight with expectation, okay, of you doing something nice for them. But also, when you begin to do this, we as adults, we grow up and we lose our wonder, we lose our, our, our joy, we lose, we get, you know, to look at it because of just natural things that happen or just life, just life. You know, life can be really interesting. But, you know, I think as Christians, when we get born again and we become a child of God, hallelujah, we get our wonder back and we get our joy back, or we should. Amen? We should still be wondering. We still still have joy, especially at this time of the year. We should still have joy, hallelujah, because to know that God came. And my title of my message this morning, which is going to be, you know, relatively short, but uh, because you've already got, you know, 19 minutes into it. So the thing about it is, which is fine, hallelujah, but the key is, is that, and the title is, He Came. He Came. You know, I was just kind of meditating on on that, because somebody said, you know, I was reading something, and minister friend said, you know, isn't it just amazing he came? And I began to look it up, but it's funny, because uh, there was a a guy that wrote many, many books, his name was A.W. Tozer, and I like his books, he was a man of God, you know, back in the early part of the century, but anyways, he said this, he said, I stand in awe with just this word, he came, he came, and you know, when you think about this, Jesus, who was part of the Trinity, Jesus who is God, hallelujah, was God, stripped himself and he came and was obedient to what the Father, and he came as a lowly baby. And yet when you think about it, that's the perfect way to come. Because if he'd have been born in a palace, most of us would have thought, he's got a silver spoon, he's privileged. Silver spoon, silver spoon, he didn't have to ever worked a day in his life. Amen. But Jesus was born in a stable. He was born in a barn or born in a cave or however you want to say. He was born with the animals, amen? He was born lowly. And the shepherds, amen? Isn't it amazing? Do you ever know why the Bible says that the angels appeared to the shepherds and, uh, you know, the star appeared to the kings? Amen? Because when the shepherds heard the angels, they found their lamb. Amen? And when the king saw the star, they found their wisdom. And they found the way. And what, what, what would possess kings who have everything, who travel in caravans, who have, you know, have entourage and all this stuff to find stars? And yeah, they were magi, they were astrologers, to say, hey, 
I think we should go find out where that star is over. Go see what this star is all about. They could see it right where they were at. Why couldn't they study it right there? They said, no, that star is over something that we got to find out. You know, ask yourself, well, why should we go? Why should we do this? Why should we do this? We just, we're, we know, we've seen the star and it's the star we need to do. But here's the thing. You know what? The biggest question, bigger question for them was, but what if we don't go? What are we going to miss out? What if, what if we don't do? What if we don't say? What if we don't serve? Amen? What if we don't do it? And see, when they, they found their wisdom, they found their answer, they found that they were doing the right thing and they came and they gave and they received that. Hallelujah. You know, I mean, when you understand that God so loved the world that he gave his greatest gift, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever would believe in him would not perish but have everlasting life. He came and Jesus was willing to strip himself, willing to leave heaven. Now, if you've ever read stories, anybody that ever goes to heaven and God says, okay, no, you've got you to go back. Your work on earth not done or, you know, so you have to go back. Nobody wants to come back. <laughs> nobody. Nobody. And if anybody tells, well, yeah, and it wasn't in a very good place. I wanted to come back. They lied. Okay? Nobody wants to come back. Nobody, because there's no, nothing compares to it. And yet Jesus stripped himself and came in the form of a baby he came and he came for what he came for you and he came for me he came to draw us to himself isn't that amazing isn't that amazing that God hallelujah the creator of the universe his son came to die for you and I he came that just totally just wipes me out of what goes on, of what God can do, and how He can do it. How do you realize it's just, but what it does is it just brings awe and wonder and joy and peace. It just changes everything. God loved me. God loved you. Amen. We look at this and we see, you know, and, and let me just give you a really synopsis of the whole gospel from the, from the very beginning, you know, because really when we see all this stuff, wow, it's Genesis chapter 3. <laughs> Amen. When God told Eve, guess what? You're going to have a child who's going to, you know, crush Satan, but it's going to bruise his heel. And that's why Satan has been trying to kill babies and trying to destroy lives ever since. That's why all down through here we see that he, he, you know, the baby's being destroyed. We see this where Herod is used to kill all the babies in Bethlehem two years and under. What a tragedy. What a tragedy. How sad is that? But we see this as when it took place. He said, here is what's going to happen. And then all of the dealings with Noah and with Abraham, with Moses, with David, all of that led to this day, to Jesus coming. Amen? It all led to this day. So I think in these few words I'm going to share, hallelujah, it's the overall plan of redemption and the, and the things of God. And yeah, this is a synopsis, not trying to diminish things. I'm just going to share it because we're going to go quickly. You ready? Hallelujah. Here it is. 
The whole gospel is in these words right here. The word was spoken. The universe was created. Man fell. The seed was promised. Covenants established. Prophets foresaw. The virgin conceived. The baby was born. The angels sang. The shepherds saw. The kings knelt. The word displayed. Sin canceled. Death defeated. Christ reigns. Hope fulfilled. Forgiveness extended. Hearts new. Eternity bright. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. (laughs) You know, when you see the things of God and you see these things, it just changes. Because we ask ourselves, well, I don't understand how God, you know, be born in a manger, how can you do this? Everybody thinks, oh, he should have been this because everybody has their own thought process that it, it should have been this grand thing. But our God was born in a manger so that he could reach every single one of us. He was born so that we could have an understanding of who he is and what he has. Amen? Hallelujah. And we'll just skip that whole page of notes right there. <laughs> but that's okay. Because it's good. You know. When the angels declared to those shepherds, because they were considered the outcasts and the lowest of the lowest. And when the star appeared to the kings who were considered the highest of the highest, it was everybody in between. That everybody was included in it. You know. And then when it said, they'll bring good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. Amen. Glory to God. You know, as we look at this and we've got this next week or we got things and this is Christmas, we're rejoicing. But something that... Uh, Pastor Pamela put on Facebook that she got from somebody else there with this, and it really resonated so strong because it says this Jesus' first cry tore the silence, his second cry tore the veil, and his third cry is going to tear open the skies when he comes back. Amen. So let's take time, number one, to reflect, to meditate, to wonder, to consider what God has done, what he is doing, and praise God what he's going to do. But let's get back our wonder and our excitement and our joy. Hallelujah. Because yes, next year is going to be an exciting year. It's going to be a year of up and down and all around. I think it's going to be a little bumpy as you try to land places. But you're going to be able to land, okay? Going to have some turbulence. You're going to have some things that may take place. But glory to God. Hallelujah. For the church... We're going to get brighter and brighter and brighter and brighter because we're going to bring back the king. Hallelujah. And we're going to declare the glory and the presence of God. Hallelujah. Because the word of God still works. The word of God is still the word of God. Hallelujah. Jesus came and he's coming again. Hallelujah. And you need to understand that. You need to have that. Amen. Hallelujah. And you need to recognize that. Glory to God. Of what he has done for you. So we can celebrate life. We can rejoice at the birth. Why? Because salvation came to earth. And I stand in awe and I stand in wonder. I really do. That he came. And I don't know about you, but I'm so glad that he drew me to himself. The Bible says no man can come unto the Father unless the Holy Spirit draws him. Now we have to let him. We have to allow him. And that's what you have to do. You have to allow him. You have to let them. And it's not just once a year, but it's once and for all. And then you continue to serve him every day of the year. Amen. 
You continue to do that. It's like people are always saying, I wish we had Christmas every day. Everybody thought about Christmas every day. If we did that, we'd all be broke. But uh, <laughs> hallelujah. You know, but uh, the key, key is that uh, uh, we ought to have a giving spirit all year long. We ought to have a loving spirit all year long. We, it ought to be that we want to help people and love people all the time. Amen. So let's remember and let's honor and let's get back our awe and our wonder and let's just meditate, meditate on this. He came, but not that he just came, but he came for me. Let's make it personal. Make, make, make your relationship personal. It's knowing who God is. I mean, come on. I mean, how many of you in, in this room, this is, I'm closing with it. How many of you, you watched Elf? You've watched Elf. You have to have, I mean, almost all of you have watched Elf. And if you haven't watched Elf, you haven't missed much. But the thing about it is, is that, you know, how I many you know when Buddy, he's there and he's out there and they say, Santa's coming. And who gets the most excited? Buddy does. He goes besides himself. He's screaming, jumping up and down. Like, and they're like, what's wrong with this guy? Why would he get so excited? I know him. I know him. I know him. I know him. See, you don't get excited, hallelujah, because you don't know him. When you know him, you get excited. How many people say, Jesus is coming. Jesus is coming. I know him. I know him. I want him to come. See, I I told Pastor Pamela, you know, when we got married, I said, listen, you got to understand, I ain't never growing up. And she always tells me, you're five. I said, close. (laughs) Close. Close. But see, it's that simple. Remember what Jesus said. Lest you become as a little child, you're not going to inherit the kingdom of God. You're not going to see it. Amen. Lest you become as a little child. When you become as a little child, man, you get excited. All of a sudden, you can dream again. And we're going to dream again. And we're going to see the things of God. Amen. So guess what? Jesus is coming. And you know him. And you're excited about it. Amen. Hallelujah.